back to the She Leads Showcase. I am your hostess with the mostess. Uh, you can call me a doctor today if you're watching the video. <laughs> uh, the shout Dr. Katie Kinsey. Dr. Katie Kinsey, baby. Put some respect on that baby part. Not DMD? No, 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 no. Not DMD. Because, I mean, because, like, you know, BB for Britt Baker and then KK, you know, it works. <laughs> it does work. It does work. But I can't take Britt's whole gimmick. Like, That's I'm true. already from Pittsburgh and I look like a doctor. Can't be taking a whole gimmick now. Come on. <laughs> uh, but obviously, I'm the showman of She Leave Miss Kitty Kinsey Bay Bay. Bay Bay. Joined with me, of course. Let me go this way so you can see over my mic. Yes. My lovely co host. The Young Bucks Nation sensation, the fire breathing Rhodes family, eating the spice of life, the sassy senorita that I know, the hangman Adam Page to my Adam Cole Bay, Miss Y2 Garcia Savannah. How are you? What's up, Katie? Um, I'm doing good, despite the shock that we got yesterday. I mean, we were somewhat expecting it, but some things that we didn't expect kind of happened. If you watched Dynamite, you would know. If you watched last week's episode, you would know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I'm still doing good. I'm still doing good. I talked to you about it also, like, how I was and how I am. But, yeah, all in all, I'm all right. I'm good. So, what I'm what I'm hearing is that we're both having a good day two weeks in a row? Yes. It seems very foreign. I'm like, hmm. This is a, everyone, are you keeping tallies at home? This is a record for both of us. We're going to have to have one of those little boards that says this many episodes where we're having a good day. Without it'll incident. Zero, it'll say zero most of the time, but for now, we'll pretend that there's one here and it says two. Honestly, two. Uh, I'm very proud of both of us. I'm glad. We made it to two episodes where we had a good day. Damn. <laughs> God damn, look at this guy. God damn, I know, right? Also, I'm making a challenge for myself this episode. I'm gonna try not to swear as much. That is a personal <laughs> challenge. Oh, I could never. I've tried giving up swearing for Lent and I couldn't even do that. I was that like, sounds terrible. Sorry, God. I was like, fuck, I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> My bad. I'm like, shit, please forgive me. <laughs> just get, just drop some. Like, because yeah. I, I feel like every time I, like, go back and watch an episode, I'm like, man, I'm dropping Fs like crazy. And, like, I do in real life, because I, how I grew up, you know, if, if people know the story. So, it makes sense, but I feel like I need to step up my game a little bit and not drop as many Fs. Swearing here and there, yeah. that's fine. I'm gonna try and live myself to, a f like, five F-bobs an episode. I would... Specifically, I would recommend you save them for rants. Exactly. And for our favorite Booker of the Year. <laughs> I well, again, guys, I'm not Booker of the Year here. I'm not yeah. the only guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, since you said you were gonna challenge yourself, I'm technically I'm not. This isn't even a challenge. I'm just doing something because you know it's the last. It's my. It's like the home stretch of my summer vacation. I'm gonna be going back to school in a few weeks. And, you know, I'm gonna enjoy, you know, my summer vacation while I still have it. Might as well do something fucking ridiculous. And also, we are one month away from All Out, so I thought, you know, it's 30 days, why not try this challenge? Or not even challenge, just why not try this 30-day thing? I wouldn't call it a challenge, because it's not. But, if you saw my Instagram story before we started recording, 
I put out on Instagram because um, Kenny's return is very anticipated right now. It could happen at any time. I know a lot of people are saying at the very latest by All Out, which, you know, could happen. Mm-hmm. But till then, I'm not saying this is when I think he's going to come back, but it would be cool to see if, like, in between now and All Out, it would happen. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I told myself that I'm going, and I think Brooke's going to, my friend Brooke's going to do this with me too, because we have enough fucking shirts, so... We're going to wear a Kenny Omega shirt every day until Kenny comes back. Whether it's before, you know, All Out, whether it's in, like, by All Out or when he returns, that's when it stops. Whichever comes first. Okay. So, obviously, today we started with day, or I started with day one. I still haven't, no, I still don't know if Brooke's doing it. So, I decided wear the shirt I've always wanted to get first. I didn't get this one first, but it's the one I've always wanted first. Okay. And so, here we are. And I'm gonna make like little like rules and exceptions. For example, like if he's not, I fucking hope this isn't the case, but if he's not back by like the fan fest or like by all out, then it's okay if I wear like a hangman shirt at the fan fest. As long as I wear a Kenny shirt for a few hours, which technically I can get away with if I go to sleep in one, because that's many hours of the day that I'm wearing one. That'll count as, you know, wearing a Kenny shirt for the, like not for the day, but on that day. I, I get so, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, we so should Kenny expect a Kenny shirt every week on the show. Until he comes back or by the time All Out comes back. So, Got it. there you go. Sorry, Matt. I know you don't like Kenny, but, I mean, this is just for me, obviously. And that's okay. No well, one's well, making no one's making me do this. As, as long as you're not being, like, held, like, gunpoint being told to do this, then that's fine. Yeah. We both got our little challenges we're doing here. and uh, Mine's not even a challenge. It's just choosing the Kenny shirt instead of a different shirt. You know, that, that, that's okay, though. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But why don't we get into some news and rumors? Because yeah, a lot happened see. this week and weekend. Uh, like SummerSlam, for example. SummerSlam was this past weekend. Dude, SummerSlam was this past weekend. Can you, on a Saturday, and like, can I just say... I, I had love to... the pay-per-views being on Saturdays. I do too, but today, there, the Summer Sun was not a good example of that because um, Oh, you were I at like a busy. party or something. I was at a family gathering. Yeah, you saw in my close friend story. Yeah. We were doing really drunk karaoke. It was That's pretty fun. I wasn't drunk, but because I don't drink, but everyone else was having a good time, and so was I, so that's all you could ask for. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We were. It was like I had a really good time, so I didn't really care that I missed SummerSlam. I'm like, look, I'll wake up on Sunday morning, I'll go to church, I'll watch it then. It'll still be on Peacock. But I did see all the spoilers because I wanted to see the spoilers. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I was just I wanted to see what I could look forward to. And honestly, though, I'm glad that I watched it afterwards because guess what? I could skip over all the bullshit I don't feel like watching, so I could just jump ahead. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you said you got spoilers posted for you and everything like the biggest one of them all happened after the first match of the night which was bianca and becky which banger man um not only did we see the return of bailey very much anticipated bailey's been out for a year this is her first time in front of fans in like multiple years um she wasn't alone though oh no 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 she oh, she was not alone. Brought out Dakota Kai, who was fired earlier this year, if people aren't aware. Wasn't even on anyone's radar for, like, coming back. Not even really with the company, or 
was not even talked about, like, at all. Uh, and then, that's, yeah. not, that's not the end of it, folks. If you thought Dakota... Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, Eo Sky, formerly known as Eo Shirai, comes out. Like, are we kidding? I was in tears. I was sobbing. Dude, that's the only kind of part where it made me wish, like, shit, I, I wish I was watching. But even then, I was like, look, I'll watch it when I get to it. That's all right. I'll... I'll get to it. Don't worry. Like, don't worry. I'll see the big return soon. But I am so glad that Bailey is back. She's back, bitches. She's back. I'm ding I'm, dong. Hello. She's back. Honestly, I like. I had a feeling she was gonna come back, but I wasn't expecting a faction. Very much sh- early Shield days. Um, after everything that transpired on Raw. That's kind of the vibes I was getting. Yeah, it might just be because there's three of them. I get it. But, I don't know. Um, she was not the only return, though. Um, Edge, Mr. Brood at SummerSlam himself, um, came back. back. Honestly, like, I knew Edge because if you watched the pre-show, which I know not a lot of people watch the pre-show, or if you were on Twitter the mysterious clips putting it in quotes that kept showing up about someone returning or whatever like we knew the vignettes and promos bless you were edge thank you you're welcome like we knew they were edge but it said i'm coming tonight spelled tonight weird and i hated it but edge showed up he returned screwed over judgment day it all makes sense Twas a good time Good time. Good time. Um, and because of her actions after her title match against Liv Morgan, she had Ronda Lousy attacked her ref, uh, and was fined and suspended, which, like, good. Go away. I don't care. I know. I don't want, I don't want to see her anyway, so. Yeah, I was just like, oh, darn. Darn. Oh no, she's fine and suspended. Oh no, Ronda's fine. Like I couldn't, I couldn't have cared less. Um, and that's so that happened. And during her match against Bianca, uh, Becky, and it was confirmed on Monday, Becky separated her shoulder, which sucks, because she finally Dude. turned turned babyface, is the man again at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. Uh, became the man again in her promo on Monday, uh, and then is gonna be now she's gonna be out for quote several months, which sucks. Maybe she'll pull a John Cena and only be out for a few months. Maybe I mean she was but already did, working. Did out. you see her? I was gonna say, did you see her? She's still freaking lifting shit. Like she's not using her shoulder, but she's still using. She's still got another arm, and she's fucking working it. So you know what? We may she we may be seeing her very soon say the least. Oh, I mean... Sooner than we think. Not very soon, but sooner than we think. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling she'll be one of the exceptions and just, like, muscle through that shit. And plus, she's gotta follow, like, Rue around. This poor girl. Like, she's got a lot happening. She's got a baby. Trying to follow a baby around with one arm? That's gonna suck. (laughs) I can't even imagine. Uh, and then, like, nothing, like, else really happened on Raw or anything. Then we get to NXT. And new 
Yeah, NXT I saw, I saw Women's that. Tag Team Champions so rightfully I deserve Caden I saw, I saw. and Katana NXT Women's Tag Team Champions in a kind of short could have should have been longer uh, Fatal 4-Way Elimination Tag Match honestly I'm so happy they finally I won know. Cue like, the rocks, like, finally! Literally, though. Like, I just don't... The fact that it took so long for them to win makes that makes it that much more heartfelt. It's like when your faves finally get the belt after you seeing them get so close so many times. Like, Kofi Mania? Like, that shit was just, like, you want, him to ha you want it to happen so badly, and then when it finally does, it's just like, yes. It's such a feel-good moment. Oh, it was, in, in like, in their promo afterwards. It, nothing but love for them. Like, I the, one of the actual, like, genuine tag teams in NXT, women's tag teams, I'm going to specify. And the fact that they finally get the gold. It's all I needed. It's all I wanted. Very happy. Very, very happy. Spoiler, they're one of my teams. For later. I, I kind of assume so. And not only do they win, but, like, they were in the match, and, like, I have to stick with my gimmick of that. Um, so then we go from that to some things that are happening in AEW. Uh, the rest are AEW news that I have. Uh, Fight Forever, their video game. Uh, cover was leaked, but then confirmed. Um, there's been some gameplay announced and shown. Uh... The game is by THQ, which if you grew up playing any of the, like, wrestling video games, that, like, hits you in the soul. So I was just like, oh my god, THQ! I was losing my mind. I was like, that's gonna be yeah, awesome. It's by the... And, like, um, I saw a lot of people, um, talking about the cover. Oh god, I threw my pen. Uh, like, talking about the cover and... It, I saw a lot of people saying well, it doesn't matter to me because I'm just gonna buy it through the store. And I was like, fair. I, I, I'm under the impression, and this is how I thought about it, people complained when Rey Mysterio was on the cover of 2K22. And people are gonna complain that Punk is front and center on Fight Forever. Oh, I, did a lot, I did a lot of bitching about that, but I You did, care. but you're allowed to. You're allowed. Everyone's entitled to why they think yeah. this and why they well, think Well, yeah, that. and then of course... And then of course I'm getting called out being called bitter. I'm like, being called bitter. And I'm just like, no, this has nothing to do with Punk. It could have been anyone else in the front and the center. I just personally think that it should have been Kenny. If he's going to be on the cover, put him in the front and the center. He's the best in the company. I don't give a shit what anyone says. You know, people are like, well, he's been injured. I'm like, dude, this game has been in development well before Punk's debut, okay? This, like, no excuses, all right? This is Kenny's project. You know, Kenny is part of the team that works with AW Games. Like, you know, they had that whole thing. Um, it was like, well, I don't know who the fuck replaced Cody Rhodes. But um, it was Cody Rhodes, Dr. Britt Baker, Aubrey Edwards, and Kenny Omega. It was those four who were, like, I guess, the most involved in the AEW game yeah. games. And brought kind of like how ref... ref uh, referee Aubrey, because Aubrey Edwards, she's the ref. Um, kind of like how ref Aubrey is her baby, her project is the mobile game. 
this video game, this console game, is Kenny Omega's project. This is something that Kenny has been pretty much heavily, he's been the one who's been most involved with this game more than anyone else in the damn company, not just people involved with AEW games, in the company. This is his project, this is his thing, and I'm pretty sure this is what he was working on mostly, other than his recovery while he was while he has been out. This has been something he's been working on since 2020 when they announced it. And, you know, I just think he deserves it the most. That's all I think. It has nothing to do with it being CM Punk. It's just me thinking, like, look, not only, you know, has this been Kenny's project that he's been working on, but there are so many other names who have been around since the announcement of AEW Games that I feel like could be on the cover. And I know I get it's probably for marketing purposes, but, like, if you can, if you, if you believe, especially for Tony Khan, believe that your company is as good as you think it is, you don't need a marketing tactic like putting the biggest, the quote, biggest name right slapped in the front and center when they haven't even been here for a year. If you have that much faith in your company, you can put wrestlers that have been homegrown. That's why I love that Jade Cargill's on, you know, the on the cover, because she's yeah. homegrown from AEW. You know, we could have put, like, Wardlow there. You could have put other wrestlers She's the only one on there. that cover that is. Yeah, right? and I'm thinking, like, why couldn't you put, you know, this isn't just me being a hangman and a, a bucks mark, okay? Like, look, they were the ones, other than Cody, because, again, if even if Cody Rhodes was on the cover, if he was still with AEW and he was on the cover, that would make more sense. He's technically been there since day one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's not, obviously, that is, he's not on the cover. But, you know, he, along with the bucks and hangman, were the only ones, like, there to actually announce AEW as a whole. They announced Double or Nothing together on New Year's Eve of 2019? Yeah, like, or going into 2019. Yeah, going into 2019. New Year's Eve of 2018. But yeah, New Year's Day of 2019, at midnight, they introduced the world to All Elite Wrestling. None of them are on the damn cover. You know, at least Kenny, you know, an EVP who's been working on it, at least, I guess at the very least, I can be thankful he's on the damn cover. But I just think that you know, there's other wrestlers who have been there since the very beginning, since before people thought it was going to be a success, before people thought that, you know what, like, WWE is going to buy them out in six months. Before then, these wrestlers have been wrestlers and talent that has been there and been by AW's side, there to work, there to support, there to say, like, look, I'll help make shit happen. That could have been on the cover. That's just my thing. But, hey, that's alright. I, I, really, I really don't care. Say what you want. You can... You can kiss Punk's ass and tell me how much he deserves it more when he hasn't even been here for a year and has been injured, like, for months now for this year. Because people are trying to tell me that Kenny, well, Kenny's been on the shelf. I'm like, fuck, who fucking cares? He wasn't on the shelf when he started this shit. So I just, I just don't get it, okay? I really don't think he deserves it. It has nothing, it's nothing personal against Punk. I personally respect Punk, okay? inside the ring and out okay he's a hell of a wrestler and you know he supports women's rights okay so it's nothing personal i just think that there's more deserving names that could have been on that cover instead i understand what you're saying and like i said everyone can think what they want about it yeah everyone's under their own opinion but we're just gonna move on yes to um some good things that are uh that happened in AEW. um there was this whole press, I don't even think it was really a press release, but uh, people got moved up in the company, um, like behind the scenes and everything, and Madison Rain, who if you don't know who that is, 
one of the best knockouts in Impact TMA's yeah. division ever. Um, is now joining, or has already joined, AEW as a coach in the women's division. And I just saw on Twitter today that she's going to have a match on Rampage this Friday. Because she was on, apparently... Now I gotta, she, now I gotta watch Rampage! Yeah, because, so, like, apparently she was on commentary for, um, like, Elevation tapings. And she got into a verbal altercation with Jade Cargill... I don't know exactly what happened after that, but all I know now is that Madison Rain apparently is going to have a match on Friday, which awesome. Like, yeah, it's the same thing I felt about like Serena Deeb being in the division. Serena Deeb was a coach in WWE and has all of this experience. Having these experienced women in your division, behind the scenes and in the ring, is going to help tremendously with your women's division. And now all we need is time. For the women to show time and Tony to loosen the reins on the booking, like that's all he needs. That's all we need. Just loosen the reins, let them do what they think is best. They obviously know what the fuck they're doing, especially Madison Rain, who's helped with the Impact Women's Division, the Knockouts, and they're like the only wrestling company that really knows how to treat women, like for real. True. True. Um, and then this, like, this is the one little thing but uh, that isn't necessarily all AEW. Um, Cassie Lee, formerly known as Peyton Royce, yes. uh, one half of the Iconics slash Inspiration, announced on Instagram yesterday that her and her husband, Sean Spears, in AEW, also known as Ty Dillinger in WWE, they're expecting their first baby. So congratulations to Cassie and Sean. The I'm video. so Go happy watch for the them. video. It is... Yeah, oh. go watch the video. It is so wholesome. It it's is the cutest thing you ever So cute. Um, I'm so excited for both of them. Uh, we were talking about it before we started recording. They're going to be fantastic parents. I'm so freaking excited for them. Because you can just so see happy. the pure happiness on their faces. The, the joy and excitement for both of them. Ugh. Like, that they're. I'm so excited. They're so going to be such good parents. Ah, I'm so excited for them. Uh, and then the final bit of news that I have, uh, Battle of the Belts 3, 3 is happening this Saturday. Uh, we have three matches on the card, I believe, to my knowledge. We have Thunder Rosa defending the AEW Women's Championship against Jamie Hayter. We have uh, Claudio Castanoli defending the ROH World Championship, World Heavyweight, I don't remember the exact name of their titles. Um, taking on, let's see if I pronounce his name right, Kunosuke Takeshita? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the thumbs up on that. I, the first name, I can't get. Kunosuke, I believe so. I'm bad at pronouncing it too. I don't really watch DDT, but to, I just call him Takeshita, just so I don't horribly and inappropriately mispronounce his name. The man loves Cinnabon. That's all you need to know. Dude! I he loves being in America saw, and he loves tweet. Cinnabon. That's all you need. Yeah, because private. I don't know which. I think it was Isaiah Cassidy who yep. tweeted out to Takeshita telling him that he needs to take him to a strip club, and he was like, "Is that where you get Cinnabon?" I'm like, "Oh my god, someone protect this boy with all like." And Isaiah was like, "Yeah, kid. Cinnabon." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then but like, oh, go ahead. 
gently, gently holds like little Takeshi. Are you so cute? Holds Takeshi. I'm telling you, Mox adopted him. He needs, he needs a dad. He is dead. <laughs> he says. Uh, and the final match that was uh, made official last night on Dynamite, uh, Wardlow, War Daddy himself, defending the TNT Championships against Jay Lethal. Um, will I watch Battle of the Belts? Maybe. Um, I don't know if I'm going to. I really don't know. Um, it's, it's okay. I, I this is what I called Battle of the Belts last time. I don't think I said it on here, but I've called it. It's just literally a Saturday Night Rampage. Okay, it's just Rampage on a Saturday. Okay, because one hour long, I believe. And I think so. What are is? I thought it was one hour. But I it's don't like, remember. All I know is that like it's. You could just have this shit on Dynamite. I don't know why you have to have a Battle of the Belts. No, honestly, I like that it's getting its own show, because that way you're not taking other TV time. Because, like, most of these people have been on TV, like, almost on a weekly basis. Um, So just giving them, like, a special just, like, hey, here's uh, another show where you can defend your belt and show that you're actually a champion and kind of do that thing. Um, So that was, yeah, the Battle of the Belts 3 is happening on Saturday. I think like, a family thing earlier in the day, so, like, I don't know if I'm necessarily gonna watch it. Same. I don't even, I don't even know what time um, Battle of the Bells is. Did they announce the time? No, I don't know what time it is. So, to be determined, worst case scenario, I look up the results like I have before. Uh, but that's all I had. I know Savannah has an updated G1 bracket. Yes, we have three days. Oh, no. That, um, <laughs> I need to update y'all on. Um, I think I've noticed the pattern that it's like every three, it's three days I update everyone on, so that's cool. Okay, so we last left off at July, I was about to say January for some fucking reason. July 27th, we continued the the tournament off July 30th, where in the A block we had, I was promising myself I would go faster, but I don't think it's going to happen. Let's see, let's see. We had, um, let's see, we had Jonah defeat, actually if I press it it might be better because it'll like actually select the name, Tom Lawler. So Jonah defeated Tom Lawler in the A block. We had um, Sonata defeating the Great Okan in the B block. Hiroshi Tanahashi, go ace, um, defeated Zack Sabre Jr. in the C block. And in the D block, David Finley defeated Shingo Takagi. So that was what we got on July 30th. On July 31st, a little different. We had two matches from the A block. So those matches consisted of Kazuchika Okada um, defeating Bad Luck Fale and Jeff Cobb defeating Lance Archer. So that was just the A block, but on the same night. The B block, we had Jay White, whatever, (laughs) defeat Chase Owens, which is actually kind of only the only reason why it was kind of cool to see is just because two Bullet Club members, and, you know, you, you you just gotta love to see two factions going at it, okay? Two members from a faction going at it. The C block, we had Tetsuya Naito defeating Evil, and then in the D block, Yoshihashi defeated Juice Robinson. So that was July 31st, and then the most recent uh, tournament night of tournament matches we got was August 2nd. So in the A block, we had um, Tom Lawler defeat Toriano, and then we had two matches from the B block. 
which we had um, the Great Okan defeating Tomohiro Ishii, justice for Ishii, hashtag, and, um, and as well as Tamatanga defeating Sonata. In the C block, we had um, Kenta defeating Hiroki Goto. And then in the D block, we had David Finley defeating Will Ospreay, which was kind of a shock because I you know Will Ospreay was undefeated for the whole tournament until that night. So we continue things off tonight, like, well, technically tomorrow, but it's really, it's the middle of the night, so I just say tonight. So those are your G1 updates, courtesy of Y2 Garcia, Jerelka. Maybe by next week, okay, next week, I promise you guys, I'll have a total of, like, who's, like, who we will most likely see in the finals based on the points, okay? Like, I will add up the points, and I will have that ready for you guys. You know what I forgot to do? Okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get that next time too. We'll get a total number of points for each wrestler, and then um, Katie will do ESPN sound effects. ESPN sound like. effects. I can't believe I completely like. forgot. I am so sorry. No, you're fine. I just uh, wanted to get it out of the way, and I'm glad I was able to like click it so it could select the actual. So I could see whose name is selected. It was a lot easier. Notice how I kind of went through it pretty fast. Yeah, you definitely like, sped through after the fact. Which, hey, you're you're perfecting this. You're doing great. Very proud of you. Very yeah, proud of you, that's sweetie. How you do, that's how, it's a process. It's a process. You're doing great, sweetie. But yeah, it's a process. That's, that's my job. I'm the I'm the Chris Jenner. Just own it. You're doing amazing, sweetie. It's media. You're welcome. Um, okay, now that we've spent another half an hour doing news and rumors because we're always like this again i'm so sorry um today in women's wrestling history it is august 4th as we record um a promotion i haven't heard of um called aiw uh they had i haven't either uh they had a event called girls night out seven uh in 2012 and I'm just going to name you some of the names that were there. Most everyone probably knows or has heard of in some way, shape, or form. Um, Athena. Angel yeah, Dust, know now known as Zoe Stark. We had okay. Miss Heidi, who is now known as Ruby Soho. Uh, Kimberly, we know. Uh, Melanie Cruz, who was Mel in AEW. Um... Crazy Mary Dobson, uh, now known as Sarah Logan. Whoa, damn, okay. Yeah, what a, what a name, I know. Uh, Veda Scott, Courtney Rush, who is now known as Rosemary, that might be the one of the most crazy ones, uh, and then Allison Kay and Mia Yim. So, Yeah. Uh, I love me some all women's PP views or events. Um, premium live events. You like all women's premium live events? You know what? That's this. No, it's no. honestly not the worst thing I've. No premium live events. Thing. It's it's not the worst thing. I'm like okay. I mean premium live event. That, that's okay. But like the whole sports entertainer thing, they can't call in like wrestlers. I know Chris Jericho is a sports entertainer, but come on, Uh, yeah, so, big shout out to the women. <laughs> That's what we do. 
Now we're on to the wrestlers of the week. It is your turn to go first. Look at me keeping track. I'm so proud of myself. Um, yes. Good job. Starting with tag teams, I'm going to assume we start with tag teams every week? Yes. And I'm just going to... Um, I have one pick, but I also want to just give a shout-out because it's technically cheating because we still don't know shit yet. But I'm going to just give a little special shout-out because I love me some Hung Bucks and we got a little Hung Bucks moment. I'm not going to say it's a reunion just yet because... Um, I told Katie I was going to get more in-depth with this, and I guess now's that time to go more in-depth. But if you watch Dynamite, the Young Bucks and Hangman had, like, a moment. You know, um, Adam Cole and Red Dragon finally turned on them. I say finally because we knew it was going to happen at some point that they were going to turn. So they did, and then Hangman came out to help them. He extended the handout to Matt because hashtag Hangmat. Hangmat. My favorite favorite ship is Hangmat. So um, Hangman helped Matt back up to his feet. And that was it. That's all we got. He left the ring after that. That was it. And I know people are now saying because I don't. I don't blame them because it could be. It could very well be the case. We might get hung bucks for the trio titles. But the only reason why I'm not speculating too much yet is because, again, like I mentioned last week, Tony Khan said he's waiting for Kenny Omega to come back to, you know, introduce the trio titles. So there's still that. There's many factors to figure out. And I honestly don't think my questions will be fully answered until we. We either get closer to all out or until at the very least being the elite this Monday. So um, that's, you know, as far as my questions, that's all I have as answers. So that being said, though, it's happened before where the Bucks, you know, have where it's happened before where, you know, Hangman comes out and helps the Bucks, but nothing really happens, you know, because like, mm-hmm. um, I, there was another moment that I'm forgetting. I'm going to actually look it up when I was talking in the chat yesterday. But the, the moment I, I do remember is when um, FTR, you know, kind of got into Hangman's head and, you know, Hangman cost the Bucks the title. They were pretty on pretty bad terms. He got kicked out of the elite, you know. You know that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So, but when we got closer to All Out 2020, we... Um, the FTR, the FTR, FTR started, um, you know, attacking the Bucks. Kenny came out to help, but it didn't really work so much. So Hangman came out to help, but that was it. We didn't get anything. I know it's just because, you know, Kenny, it was Kenny, mostly Kenny and Hangman versus FTR. That's what we got at the pay-per-view. But mm-hmm. still, there was nothing. They didn't go anywhere after that as far as the Bucks and Hangman, you know, possibly forgiving each other, forgetting. That, that's, that's all we got. It was like, a, it was a tease, if you will. And so, hold on, let's see. Because look, hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, and another time. This was the other time. It was more recent, though. The, um, it was before Undisputed Elite became the Undisputed Elite. It was before it was official. But um, it was, you know, Cole, the Bucks, and Red Dragon were still like a little thing. You know, they were working together. But the Bucks and Red Dragon weren't exactly on good terms. So much so that at one point, Red Dragon and the Bucks kind of went at it and they started attacking each other. And guess who came out to attack Red Dragon and Adam Cole? It was Hangman. And the Bucks were there. And they were just like, they kind of had eye contact at a moment, but then they were just like, you know what, whatever, go go beat them up, I don't care. But then nothing, again, nothing else happened. And then there was what happened at Full Gear 2021 when the Bucks came out during the match, you know, they watched Hangman, they kind of gave him a little nod to be there for him, like they, 
Like, he's always wanted them to, you know, during a t- his, the AEW title match. Mm-hmm. And we got nothing from there either. These have all just been little teases and cliffhangers, so you never know that this could be just another cliffhanger for the time being. Again, all we could do is wait and see. But I'm just saying, I'm not holding on to anything at the moment, okay? Because I honestly thought Kenny was going to return yesterday. He didn't. I was kind of upset about it, but again, it's mostly because I just want to see him at All Out, all right? Mm-hmm. But that's just a personal problem. So yeah, I guess, you know, my point is not getting, dare I say, hung up on anything yet. <laughs> but it was good to see a Hung Bucks moment. So I'm not going to call it a reunion just yet. I will call it a moment, because we've gotten those before, where they had a moment, but they didn't reunite and nothing happened. So there. That's my little shout-out. That wasn't so much, that wasn't very little. But anyways, my actual tag team of the pick, or of the week, my pick of the week, it is going to give, I'm going to give it to, um, I'm going to give it to the Usos, okay? Because they had their match at SummerSlam, right? They had a match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I was like, not going to lie, I was kind of, oh, I was like really tired when I watched SummerSlam, so I kind of like dozed off a little, and I was like, I just don't remember the card as much. But I knew the Usos had a match that was pretty good. But again, it just kind of blurred into what we saw on Monday on Monday Night Raw. They also had a match, so um, you know both matches. Well, first of all, the SummerSlam match I thought was a lot better, but the one on Raw was still pretty good also. And the Usos won both matches, so I thought you know good for them. You know I think. They're kind of doing the undisputed tag team championship, whatever yeah. they're going to call them. Um, they're doing them justice. I think if there's any tag team to give both belts to, the Usos is probably your best bet. And they're doing really well with them, in my opinion. So, they're my pick. That's a solid pick. It's a solid choice. Um, I have two. I have two for everyone, which was like kind of shocking for me. Um, team Ninja, like I said before new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Rightfully deserved. Rightfully so. Um, love that for them. I'm very excited. Uh, and I'm also picking the Acclaimed. Because I they, don't blame you, they won the dumpster match. It was a fun little match. Um, the Acclaimed definitely have grown on me recently. Definitely. I can say the same. They, I used to be like, really, like, these guys, and now I'm like, oh I was God, just like, yes, the Acclaimed? But now I'm like, like if they're at the... If All Out has a fan fest and they're there, I would love to meet them. I'd be like, dude. I mean, they seem they seem like fun guys. So I was yeah, just like, yeah, you know what? They claimed. So those are my two. All right, so I'm gonna go to women. I do have two of them, which is why I emphasize the. My first women's well. I'll just say them both at the same time because they're from the same match. I'm giving it to both Becky and Bianca. They had a hell of an opener. I'm going to give a shout-out to Bailey also because she is back, but she didn't have a match, so that's why she's not my pick. But mm-hmm. Becky and Bianca absolutely killed it in the opening match of SummerSlam. That, I was tired as fuck from the night before, and I still woke up early to go to church, so I was pretty tired when I watched SummerSlam. But let me tell you, that shit woke me up. I was like, wow, that it was incredible. Both women are hella talented. I'm sad as hell that Becky is injured and we won't be seeing her. But dude, it's okay. We got Bianca still. She's fucking awesome. I need to get myself a Bianca Belair shirt at some point because dude, Same. I absolutely 
love what Bianca is doing. I'm so glad that she's the champ. I'm so glad they're doing or booking her the way she should be booked. The mm-hmm. EST is simply, dare I say, the buh EST, the best. <laughs> she is incredible. So, but massive shout out to both of them. They're both my pick because they it takes two to tango, and they both killed it in the opening match. I agree. Um, I also have Bianca as one of mine. Not only did she put on a barn burner of a match with Becky to start off SummerSlam, the hottest party of the summer, starting off hot. Um, I personally think their match at SummerSlam was better than their Mania match. That's just me. And Becky did this with a sprain or a separated shoulder. Per- that's just a personal thing. Um, but then Bianca also had a really good match with Io on Raw. Ended in a disqualification, but... That way you don't have Bianca lose and you don't have Io lose in her main uh, yeah. her main roster debut. Um, so I was I everything Bianca's doing right now I love. I'm very happy Bianca's champ, rightfully so, holding it down. Even Becky when she was leaving the ring she was like hold it down B and I was like oh my god that's so cute. Like that's friendship goals right there. And my other pick. She didn't have a match, but she got involved in a few matches. I'm talking, of course, about Rhea Ripley. Not only is Dominic yeah. living my dream, but, like, bro, that is not Getting fair. choked by Rhea's legs? My dream. My literal dream. Every person I saw on my Twitter feed when that happened lost it their mind. Me. It sh- It should have been me. Like I, I lost my mind. Words people, we can all live by. People were legit tagging me and stuff about it. They're like, oh, I know Katie's like upset yeah. it wasn't her. Look, I was like, they know my brand. Dude, that's just how that's how you know your people know you. Because trust me, when a lot like for example, when Tanahashi showed up in AW, I was taking a social media break because Hangman yeah. had just lost the AW title. I'm not even joking. A bunch of people were tagging me in my their story. They were tagging me, tagging me. People were DMing me. Go turn on Dynamite. I know you're taking a break, but go turn on Dynamite. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? So I was like, dude. And then it happened again before the week was up. I don't even know what happened. I really don't know what happened. Can't remember either. Because something happened again on Friday, and they were like, dude, you need to turn it on. Like they were tagging me and stuff. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll come back early. I'll, you know, my plan was to leave for a week. I was like, I guess five days is enough because apparently I leave, I leave social media for five days and then everything just wants to freaking hit the fan in my fandom, you know, my favorites, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's how you know your people know you and you gotta appreciate stuff like that. Oh, I love I, when people do that. I do. Uh, so I saw a lot of people like obviously like in the cap and everything talking about it. Uh, and then Jesus, shout out to Jesus and Warren Hayes said something too so big shout out to both yeah. of them uh warren knows i'm a real simp so thank you warren um <laughs> and she got involved in the match at SummerSlam, and like yeah that's what i wanted i needed Rhea to finally like get involved in these matches and like start going after the mysterios i just need a faction that can go against her i still think she's going to be the one to take the belt off bianca eventually oh she will but oh. I get it. You need someone to, like, you know, work with, you know, for example, someone to work with the Mysterios. It seem, they seem to be the ones who have been going up against Judgment Day the most. So, yeah. like, someone to, like, be a team with them. Like, I like the whole AJ, Finn, and Liv thing, but then obviously we saw what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, but, yeah, even, something like that. Even just letting Rhea do intergender stuff so that way it's the Mysterios and Edge versus Judgment Day. Yeah. Let me and, have it. 
Dude, I Rio could kick any dude's ass. All right, let me tell you. Like, let's just let her do it then. Yeah. Come on now. Like on God. Like, look, I hate to say anyway. it. Look, I love the Miz, but he first of all, Miz is setting himself. He doesn't care how he's booked as long as he's like doing. He do. He's doing what he's lo what he loves, and he's helping other wrestlers get over. And he says, "But I have to be the one to do that." Then so be it. Let him be go. Let him go up against Rhea Ripley, bro. Like, Anything let him do at that. this point. He gives yeah. me what I want. He would. Yeah. And yeah, and he would do a really good job at it because that's what Miz does. He knows how to help people. Go that's what over. he do. That's what he do, yeah, baby. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, but Bianca I, and Rhea are my two picks. Good, good picks, and I know they will soon be your picks again because we will see them in a match one of these days soon. Boom. Soon. Yeah. Could be at Clash at the Castle. Who knows? You know, mm. Rhea's from no Rhea's from Australia. Never mind. I was like, I I want to wait until after Survivor Series, so that way we get Liv versus Bianca at Survivor Series. Actually, that would be cool. But so if they want to wait until the pay per view, whatever's after that, that's fine. I was about to make the "We're not the Booker of the Year" joke, but I mean, I Triple mean, H just might well be shit. I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> Triple H would fucking shout out it. to Papa H. Shout out. Yes. Only, trips, the, only the real homies can call him Papa H. If you thought Triple H was going to be the downfall of NXT or WWE, you cannot call oh, him Papa H. Oh, absolutely not. He, he's the resurrector. He's the one who's bringing yeah. them back. Look at that. I spoke of Jesus and he appeared. What's up, Jesus? That's how you do it. Go ahead. Um, okay. <laughs> so, at, this time around, it was kind of hard to pick, to narrow it down for my manses. I actually have three picks and a okay. special shout out so okay. special shout out goes to i gently caress the kenny um like i said we like how kenny mentioned earlier news and rumors we finally have an announcement a, a release date and the official announcement for aw fight forever which was kenny's project okay like this was his thing and i'm just so happy and proud of him that he's finally able to show to the world like look this is what i've been working on this is my thing you know we've seen the mobile app from aubrey you know what she does it's a really cool game i like to play it so, you know, she's show she's been able to show be she's been able to show the wrestling world what she has made for you know AW as far as AW games is concerned. Now Kenny's turn; it's his turn now, and I'm mm -hmm. so happy for him. And I'm still anticipating that return. Again, I gently caress and I knock on the wood that Kenny will be back soon. Um, so yeah, special shout out to Kenny though. Fucking love that guy. So yeah. And also, um, I, this, I just thought of this now, but just a little special shout out to Hangman because, you know, Hangman cares about this world, even though sometimes this world is fucking cruel as hell. He still fucking cares, okay? Because he wore butterfly jeans in, like, to show awareness that the, the monarch butterfly is officially endangered and he even tweeted about it. Mm -hmm. So, gotta love Hangman for that. So, special shout out to that. But my three picks, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, Despite not winning his match, it was still fucking good. And what he did to that ring at SummerSlam, absolutely insane. I'm giving it to Cowboy Brock, okay? Yeah. The Southerner does claim you. You're welcome here, even though he's from, like, what, Minnesota? Or yeah, something? he's from literally, he's, like, Minnesota. He's from fucking Canada. Damn near Canada, okay? I know Minnesota's not in Canada. I just say that because it's right there. But he's damn near Canadian. But he, I, I claim him as Cowboy Brock, okay? I'll, I'll gladly accept him. The Southerner accepts Cowboy Brock. I loved what he did, the whole tractor thing. He entered in the tractor, and he dumped Roman Reigns from the tractor, and then he, he lifted the ring. Fucking, it was awesome. So, one of my picks was Brock Lesnar. Second Fair. pick, Monday Night Raw. AJ Styles was in a triple, he was in two matches, but triple threat, more specifically focusing on. He um, had a match with Mustafa Ali, or Ali, he's just Ali, sorry. Or is, right? Or is he Mustafa Ali? He's just Ali, right? 
no, he's still Mustafa Ali. Okay, I don't know. I, I can't pay. I can't keep up with the name changes. Okay, because he was Ali. He was Mustafa Ali, then Ali, and I guess now he's Mustafa Ali again. But he had a match yeah. between with Mustafa Ali and Champa. No, not Champa. Miz. Um, Miz. I was gonna say I. I knew it had something to do with Miz, but Champa was in the other match. It's the one he ended up losing too. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways. AJ Styles had a really good match, and he ended up winning that triple threat with that cool Mustafa Ali did like a moonsault or whatever, and AJ freaking picked him up out of midair and did the Styles Clash for the win. It was fucking cool to see. I love that. That that move specifically, the 450 new Styles Clash. AJ has been doing really good stuff with the Styles Clash. Styles Clash recently, like when he bounced freaking Ricochet off the ropes, like. Yeah, good. Sh- Dude, good sh- she's like that, you know. And like, I hate to, I hate to say it. Poor James Ellsworth, but all the shit he would do with him, like the Styles Clash off the stairs and stuff, very creative. Love that. So yeah, the four fifty. I don't know why I called it a moonsault. The four fifty into the Styles Clash was, dare I say, phenomenal. So AJ is my other uh, pick. And then, um, yeah, and then my last pick. Um, last night on Dynamite, he was the main event. We're getting a different version of himself next week at Quake at the Lake. Still don't really like that name. But Chris Jericho, the wizard, the champion, the demo god, however else you want to call him. He's not the Lionheart then, but he will be the Lionheart next week. I was I asked Chris on his Instagram comments if we will be seeing some old gear kind of intrigued it's funny though because i'm pretty sure like this is from moments before i was even alive but that's okay because i'm alive now and i'll get to see it but yeah we're getting the Lionheart gimmick of chris jericho because you know he has the pain maker he has the demo body he has all this we're getting the Lionheart next week on dynamite i'm super excited for that but yeah chris jericho did win his match in the main event of dynamite so love that for him chris jericho um from the chat, uh, Jesus, uh, is considered country though, so it is. Uh, and then Raw was fun this week. Raw was very fun this week. This was the first weekly episodic show that was run by Papa H. Um, obviously, SummerSlam was Good the time. first show. Uh, the hell of a show. Yeah, but, hell of a show. Having Bailey and the squad, the she. Um, That's how you know it was Triple H doing this. Okay, first of all, Dakota Kai being back, I'm pretty sure it was not Triple H's choice for her to be released. So I'm pretty sure he's like, please come back. Like, look, I'm booking Dakota Kai coming come back, EO having a match. <laughs> Hi, Justin. Uh, Ciampa winning his match. That's Papa H taking care of his... His finest. NXT babies. Chil- I'm going to say his children's... Um, I have two picks as well. Um, as well, you have three, whatever. Uh, it was also kind of hard to think of two. I'm going with the opposite of Brock Lesnar, which the, the lifting of the ring, so funny, so entertaining. Um, I'm going with the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Because he did everything in his power to bury literally Brock Lesnar. This falling out the ring like a cartoon character when he lifted it up, one of the best moments. Burying Brock 
beating up Austin Theory because Austin Theory came out rightfully so. Be- just and beat him up. He just him went ham with that briefcase. Boom. He did. So, like he bitch. He bitch slapped Theory with his own briefcase. I love to see that. Oh my god. It was so he just beat up Theory with the briefcase. Hit Brock with the briefcase. Hit Brock with both belts. We now know the Universal Title is superior because it kept Brock down. Um, <laughs> which makes sense because that's Roman's title. That's the one he's held longer. So it does make sense. Yeah. Um, but the match was great. How was. Drew McIntyre thinks he's going to beat uh, Roman after that? Did you see the hell he endured slash put Brock through? Drew's a man's man, but Lord, he's going to need some help for Clash at the Castle. Well, I think, and I think he's, I, I, well, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. You Again, it's, you don't know until you see it, obviously. I, so. I just wish Drew could challenge for just one title, not both. Yeah, that's, that's what makes me a little skeptical, because part of me wants to say, look, it's the UK pay-per-view, you know, he's going to be there, he's going to be main eventing, they're... They're building him up. He has to win, right? But again, if it was, it what makes me skeptical is that it's for both titles. Exactly. It so, if it was just for one, it would be so obvious. I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe just to keep you on the edge of your seat that they'll have both. I did, I hope Drew wins only because I want this for him. He needs his moment finally in front of an audience. And why not? Like pretty much. I know it's in Wales and he's from Scotland. Like pretty pretty similar to hometown. Okay. Yeah, home country. You know, it's in your country. Home you know, like- let. And I think it would honestly be the biggest, like, redemption. Well, not redemption, like, how would I say it? Like, it's obviously no one's fault that COVID happened, so he couldn't win his first WWE title in front of a crowd. Yeah. But it would finally give him that moment that he should have gotten in 2020. But fuck you, COVID, you had to screw it up. True. So I'm just so glad that um, he's finally going to get that moment if he wins. You know, the moment he deserves in front of a crowd. And now it's a hometown crowd, so just like another extra little tree, a cherry on top of all of this. Um, sorry, I lost my pen. I don't know where it went. Hold on. <laughs> Where'd it go? You lost her pen, everyone. Oh, wait. Hold on. Found it. I have to pick it up with my feet, though. Oh, Give me a second. Oh, 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 she found it. It's so hard to pick. I don't feel like bending down, so I gotta pick it up with my feet. Hold, please. God, I'm holding. Damn it. Um, but anyway, while I'm doing this, my other pick... Uh, he had a open challenge for his title la- uh, not last night, on Tuesday. I'm, of course, talking about the A champion of NXT. I really can't pick this up. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Carmelo Hayes. He don't miss. Um, the match against Nathan Frazier, amazing. Like, when Melo's on main, it's gonna be fantastic. Like, I don't, like, I love him being in NXT right now. And I want him to go against Braun at one point for the title. Because that would just be great. But when Melo gets to main event, specifically, I think he'd do really good on SmackDown. And I saw a lot of people saying the same thing. Uh, he's going to destroy the main roster. Yeah, And with Triple H there, it's not like he's going to make his main roster debut only to get pummeled and then have to go back to NXT. Like, this man's is going to do fantastic work down there. and I'm, Or up there, I guess I should say. I'm just gonna say yeah, over there, because, um, like, main roster's, eh, but, like, over there. Oh, you never know, again, you never know, I'm not saying that it's, like, NXT's still inferior, or it's gonna be inferior, but with Triple H, they'll definitely be equal, like, in, in the best way possible. And, you like, know what, I'm about about it, Melo's the yeah. A-champ for a reason, 
I was very happy with this match. More so the fact that Nathan Frazier came out during uh, Vinci's entrance, and en his entrance is like, it like he walks and then like it takes a picture in like kind of slow motion. And in the second picture, you just see Nathan Frazier like a speed of light. You just barely see his face in the picture, and then they cut away from it, and he's literally in the ring already. Because Melo said the first one in this ring will get a match. So. Giovanni Vinci oh. takes a sweet ass time with his entrance. Nathan Frazier comes past him, freaking like Scooby Doo, running in place. Uh, yeah, the photo bomb was so funny. Uh, so big <laughs> shout out to Nathan Frazier. Yeah, just watch like the entrance alone. That's the best part. Yeah, of that. I will. I mean, watch the match too because the match was phenomenal. But the oh, entrance, I believe you. So whole funny. <laughs> it's a nice little like you don't expect it. You were like, oh man, we're about to get like an intense match between. Uh, Vinci and Mello, and then we get a high-flying spectacle of speed and agility between him and Nathan Frazier. Yeah, you can't complain. Hell no, you cannot complain. Uh, okay, and I think I think that was all of our picks, right? Yeah. Alright, here we go. Question of the week. Now, I brought it up earlier. There was a dumpster match on dynamite right so that got me thinking about some of the weirdest and most out there craziest stipulations for matches there have been now we're just gonna sit here and talk about some maybe think of some of our own stipulations that could be a match if they if they haven't been already so like some that i had um someone in a freaking shark cage above the ring or, in Dynamite's case, like, off to the side, above the audience. Which doesn't really make sense. Dude, that's such a hazard. What if it falls? Exactly. Hazard. Bad news bears. Um, hashtag lawsuit. Hashtag lawsuit. Uh, but there was that one. Uh, I don't remember how long ago it was. I think the match was... There's no... Okay. There's no blaming WWE bots on that, okay, Tony? You, that's all on you. That's all on you, bro, for putting a cage over the audience. That's all on you, Booker of the Year. Sniff, sniff. Yeah. Um, I believe I can't remember what year it was, but I believe it was Triple H and Booker T in a blindfold match. They basically had like sacks over their head. Like or like I know we've seen like well. Well, I don't think this technically wasn't a match. It wasn't a match, but, but the whole grocery store thing with Booker T and Stone Cold, like, or what? Oh, okay. I wish we would have seen. I wish we would have seen more, but I know it's obvious. I guess I don't know. Like for purposes, just of moving the moving on the pay per view and like for dramatic effect, if you will. But Luke Harper and Dean Ambrose at Extreme Rules that Chicago Street Fight, where they literally left the arena in a car and then soon they came back. Oh, yeah. I really wish we would have seen more from like the outside world, like people like beating the hell out of each other in Chicago. That would have been pretty funny. But yeah, like something like that. I remember that happening. That was freaking hilarious. I know it's technically just a street fight, but the whole them leaving they left the whole ass arena and then they were being chased by cops they were being chased by freaking police officers oh the dog crazy. food match was one of the worst I agree I um, know I Jesus is about to say we LC I knew it I, w I wouldn't say the word like, not this not the dog food match but the one I'm thinking of I would oh, I don't know man I guess I could be in contention for the worst I wouldn't even say it was the worst I just think it's very the silliest gimmick 
or gimmick match, and that was the Mimosa Mayhem match. I get it, it's COVID, you have a limited capacity mm-hmm. audience, but like, even then, I was just like, eh. I was kind of like iffy. Like, it was like, all right, I guess. But one of the best ones, I think, you know, if I'll give Tony credit or whoever, I think it was Chris's credit idea. I don't know, whoever came up with the idea. Stadium Stampede has to be one of the best, especially given the circumstances with COVID. Obviously, the first one is the best one, all right? Oh, well, there's only been two. But um, the first one is was so much better than the second one and Anarchy in the Arena, which was basically the same thing. Same thing. Okay, let's be real. Different it was the same thing. Same thing, different name. But the first one was obviously the best one. They really made the best of what they had with literally no one there. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. You had Hangman chasing Sammy. I was about to say Sammy Zane. Sammy Guevara on a freaking horse. You had... Um, Jake Hager and Hangman like drinking at the bar and then Jake Hager just literally dragged Hangman across the entire bar top and making him break all his glass for Hangman um, but yeah like it was cool then you had a Kenny and Hangman moment when they shared a drink together you know Kenny obviously had milk and Hangman had his like whiskey what really cool really cool to see Matt did it with injured ribs so props to him uh in the chat boneyard match Yes, like the cinema- the one, cinematic also matches. One of the best. Like the Firefly Funhouse match gave well, like, Jesus Freddy It Gruber depends on how you the... do it, because, like for example, um, cinematic matches. It depends on how you do it. Like, cause for yeah. example, I think um, the Boneyard match was so much better than whatever Darby and Sting did at Revolution. I don't remember. It was at like Revolution twenty twenty one. I think they had oh, a match. I against, forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, but it was a cinematic. Who was I that match against? against? I'm I look. don't. I I'm don't know. A, look. But I don't look. think. I don't think it was as good as the Boneyard match. Just again, like I, that's just me. I just didn't think it was that good. Like, well, it was good, but like it wasn't as good as what, what I was trying to say. But yeah, like it depends on how you do it. Like the cinematic matches. I want to say it was Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're. I think you're absolutely spot I on there. I think I'm correct. Wait, hold on. Let me look at images. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> shout out. But no. See, a cinematic match can be good or bad. Like, um, Bunyard match, good. Firefly fun. Firefly fun house. Jeez. Match, very good. Um, I'm gonna say I was like that one. It was really good, but also was just very confused. I'm like, what am I? Doing? It. It was. It was like it definitely like messed with your head. But, um... Good confusion, if you will. Good confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... What was I thinking? Oh, um... Like, the one... I don't even know if this was considered a cinema. No, I don't think it was. Never mind. But, like, the final deletion and stuff. Like, those were... I was gonna say, I don't know if that... Well, those guess, were okay. I, yeah, they weren't the worst. But I want to say, if they didn't happen in the ring, and they had to pre-film it at somewhere else then it's a cinematic match. okay uh brown and bray uh, okay. swamp I think, uh, match i forgot about that yeah i forgot about that too but um well, honestly one that i think is kind of slept on like i don't know if i wouldn't say underappreciated or underrated because i really i wasn't I, I still don't really go on twitter so i don't know what the general toxic audience said about this match but i personally this is, again this is just my opinion so don't don't I don't know, just whatever. It's my opinion, so I get to say whatever the hell I want. 
But I personally really liked the whole money in the bank concept on top of the roof of the headquarters. First of all, Rey Mysterio should be dead. He got thrown off the fucking roof. So okay. should um. Mysterio, so should Corbin, Malachi. Baron Corbin. No, Malachi, Baron Corbin is the one who Baron threw Corbin. them off. Oh, okay. Well, Alistair Black in WWE, the but Malachi got Alistair, thrown yes. off. Yeah, but that I liked that. I thought that was cool. They went around the different, you know, rooms of the building. You know, that I liked the Vince McMahon moment. I thought that was funny with AJ and oh, it's Daniel and WWE Brian Daniels and his Daniel Bryan. But like, I thought that was funny. You know, you know they ran into Vince McMahon's freaking office, just fighting, and, and then there's like. And they freaking they freaking played Vince McMahon's music. They did this evening with Stephanie and Dana Brooke had a like a dumb like an airhead moment when she thought the briefcase was in like the office and they're like, No, no, Dana, it's like at the top of the building. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah I I personally liked that match. I thought it was cool. I it was, it was giving It was it, they did what they could because that was when COVID was peak and they couldn't exactly. have was, like a legit money in the bank. So, honestly, I, I wasn't, think, like, mad at it. I think it was fun. Me neither. And it, especially after the criticism they faced for WrestleMania, because, oh, there was no one, since there was literally no one there, it was you could hear everything and stuff. I'm like, well, now that you have, you can do cinematic stuff mm-hmm. with the Money in the Bank match. And I think of the Money in the Bank match, a lot of it has to do with the atmosphere. A lot of the fans are engaged, you know, especially with, like, the reactions to who wins, when they cash in and stuff. Yeah. So you can't really have that because of COVID and no one's there. Well, then again, I, I liked the concept that they were doing. It was a WWE headquarters. It was on top of the roof. Again, you had technically, you had two people who should be dead because I got thrown off the roof. That was honestly, okay, my sick mind was like, all right, who's getting thrown off? You can't have shit on the roof if someone's not going to be there like to, to Oh, so die. here it is your fault that Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black died for I didn't ask for it to it's be. It's your fault. I you just no I didn't no. Ask. You said, "All right, who's getting thrown off?" You're sick. I You're didn't sick. ask. I didn't make specific requests. I didn't say, "Rick, all right, who's on the who's on the hit list? Who's on the get thrown off the roof list?" Ray Mysterio, That's done. Alistair Black, love that. No, they just happened to be the ones. Except I was low key. Okay, nothing against Otis, but I was low key upset because AJ was supposed to winning the freaking. You know what? I'm gonna use one of my F's. I haven't really sworn this whole episode. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, Savannah, that's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. It was bound to happen. It was a cinematic match. And it was nobody had to. Like, someone, nobody had to get Someone is gonna move. fall off. Someone's gonna get thrown off. Especially with heels around, someone's gonna die. Someone's gonna fall off. You're messed up. That's That's why I said my sick mind. That's why I said my sick mind. Um, I was trying to think of one that, like, I don't think we've seen together, or seen at all. Um, it's kind of like a, um, like a Texas Bull Rope match, or, uh, the chain dog alert, that's what it's called, the dog alert match. Except, I think it'd be funny if two people, so it was like tag teams, but the tag teams are tied together. Like, that I like to see the young bucks do that shit. Like they, they so do you remember those like you ever go to like a carnival or a fair or something and you play that game where it's you versus another person and you're like strapped in and you gotta like run as far as you can but then you get like yanked back kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? No. I no. Don't. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay, but the three 
really good race thing. That would be funny. Yeah, like with the tag teams. But this, I think it'd be funny if they have something tied around their waist, like a rope or something, uh, for each person on the team. And it's like... They only have oh so much before they get, like, pulled back. How have you not heard or seen this game before? This Maybe game, I have. I'm just not... I, I, so I, I don't know what it's called, and, like, I... The I, best I'm, way I can describe it is I remember it mainly being, like, one side is red and one side is blue, and there's, like, a... It's an inflatable thing. And it's, like, uh, there's, like, a barricade in the middle. If If somebody knows what I'm talking about, please help me. But basically, it's like okay. I don't know. Well, if the, I don't okay. know if it's the Velcro suits or not. But like, it's something attached to like a bungee. So basically, someone it's like three, two, one, go, and you guys have to run, and you have something you have to try and like stick it to the side. But it's like as far as you can go before okay, being like, I, yanked back. Okay. Okay. Is that would you in in that game? Would you be tied to someone, or you, you yourself just go and do it? You would be like it, it's just you. You're going and competition somebody. with someone else. Yeah. Okay, then I do know what you're talking about. Just like the way you made it seem like was well, that you were like stuck with the other person. I'm no, like, that's what kind of that's how I this? want it. That's how I want it for this match. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but I was trying. No, to I know what you're talking about. I was trying about. to like, explain we... like how no, I, okay. I think that would make sense. <laughs> No, I and no, I get what you're talking about. And yes, I I don't I have done that before, um, except it was how was that it was at a middle school carnival. That's how freaking long ago it was. Damn. But um, they they again they attach you to the harness, mm-hmm. kind of like how you said, and instead of a barricade, they you know like those jumping balloon obstacle course things. It was kind of like that. Okay. So it was a little bit of an inflatable. But, like, it wasn't, like, that high off the ground. I was, like, maybe this high up, like, a couple inches off the ground. And it was just to make the floor bouncy and harder to run on. And also, if so, if you fall, you can get a little cushion. Um, but, yeah, you had to basically run through, like, these the giant, like, tube things that you push away and stuff. Jump over, like, other tubes and stuff. Or cylinders, whatever you want to call them. We did. That's what we did. And I remember we my friend and I did that. And, you know, it's a bungee, so you're being held back. You're basically pulling, you know a bungee and you know it's it's resisting against you you know it's pulling you back and you have to try and go forward well this is why i remember um or at least that moment because we did the thing i got to the end and then i my dumbass forgot that i was like attached to a harness and a bungee so i jumped and i'm not even joking i went whoosh like all the way back and i was like yeah how could i jump i was like yeah i jump and then Boom, there I go. I'm like, and I hit what like I didn't make it all the way back to the starting line, but I went boom right into one of the cylinders. Lucky it was like, you know, inflated, so it didn't hurt, but I was like, holy shit, like it scared the hell out of me. I was like, oh my god, I was like You were out here trying like, to celebrate like, like Mario, like wahoo, and you just hate yeah, back. <laughs> it was like something you'd see out of a movie, like whoosh. I was like, oh my god, I was so funny to it, I would be in I would be in tears if I saw it happen. I like I pretty much got winded. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my well, god. Well, yeah, because you're being yeeted back by a bungee. <laughs> yeah, yeeted back's the right term to use. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but I think yeah, that'd be, but like, I would a crazy like. Yes, I was gonna say back to the main point. I would love to see that. That would, would be funny, and like, cause you have to try and like 
see how many moves you can get done and like figure out how to like you know work be, around it so Ugh, the whole bungee thing you know how you have to obviously have a starting point let that be in the entrance tunnels so that way you have a separation from the faces and the heels oh and i was gonna i was gonna say like is this a, it's like a tornado tag match basically but yeah. like each team is like they're in the ring at the same time so like if your partner goes over the top rope you're getting freaking dragged over too or yeah kind of like kind of like back to my story where like if they get knocked then the other one's like whoosh, the other one's going with them too because just Boom, imagine like... the sheer chaos and insanity of a match well, like yeah that. so like so kind of like how i said if you had the bungees attached at the entrance tunnels imagine like you know they're fighting they're fighting like in front of the ring and then one of the freaking tag team members kicks the, their feet out of the other one like imagine they kick their feet from underneath boom both of them are going bye bye back into the tunnel they're going Wee! that'd be so <laughs> funny dude i think that would i would laugh right like that's how funny it was. i could see dark order doing shit like that like oh, yeah. even against each other like <laughs> well it can't be against each other anymore because like they're now up to like four now four well no it could, be, it could be it could be uh uno two and ten two. versus silver reynolds yeah, but I guess it would, well, I guess, yeah, we, tag team, it would just be two. It, it is still said that they're only down to four now. Uh, yeah. You've heard of tornado be... tag matches. Now get ready for hurricane tag team matches. Yeah. And, or, I wouldn't even say also, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I would like to see the elite doing that. Like, you know, Bucks, Hangman, Kenny, you know, controversial name, Cody. That would be kind of funny. Especially if they did it on being the elite like where they can do stupid shit like that that would be pretty funny yeah and like another one that was like excuse me super out there the exploding barbed wire death match like come on or like the one that just happened like the barbed wire everywhere match like guys let's calm down it just didn't explode that's the difference um but Oh, poor Jericho. Poor painmaker Jericho. But anyways, um... No, uh, I would love to see more exploding barbed wire death matches, but I think not having them, like, at least within a year or two, within each, like, between each time, it makes it extra special. So, because if you keep doing it and doing it, it's like, alright, enough of this. So, I don't blame them that we haven't had another one. But I would love, especially if Kenny's coming back soon... Look, I said this before, but, like, again, I Brooke made a good point that, um... You know, I don't even think Kenny himself would want to go straight into, like, singles, let it go a singles title match. But who knows? Maybe that's what... I'm not Booker of the Year. So, um, but, like, if anything, if Punk still isn't cleared, and Kenny is, maybe have him go up against Mox for the interim championship. I wouldn't want him to lose, maybe get in, like, a draw somehow. But with that being said, if we ended up getting, like, a Mox versus Kenny feud in the future... Even for a title or not, it could just be a regular match, you know? Like, mm-hmm. without without a title on the line. Let them do a redemption match of the Exploding Barbed Wire death match, please. So, that way we don't have the little sparklers that- the 4th of July sparklers at the end. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the initial reaction to the barbed wire, like, hitting against the ropes, that was fine. But this big boom at the end- well, that's why Kenny made a mockery of it at the dynamite right after, because he's like, "Oh, it's sixty nine because of like the little, bee, like the little yeah. Spark. Dude, I've seen less like again. I was gonna say I've seen more severe fireworks like at a kids show. Okay, like I've blown more severe fireworks than what they had there. Just little sparklers and a little. Psh, 
Yeah, it I'm was like, wow. terrible. Uh, yeah, it should have been like, and it, it, again, there is other like in Japan. That's where they've had the other including yeah. barbed Those endings are freaking massive. Like you would have thought that they would have been dead because of like the explosion. Obviously, there's ways to disguise the fact that they're not actually being blown up. Mm-hmm. Use the lights, use the smoke, use the loud noise. You know, yeah. make it look like it's a big thing. Make it an illusion when it really isn't. Become yeah, a exactly magician. an illusion. Don't just have sparklers on the freaking corners of the turnbuckles where literally no one has been. Because if you touch the freaking turnbuckles where there's barbed wire, it's gonna explode. So the none of the, I don't even think any of the wrestlers, Moxley or Omega, were on any of the top turnbuckles. So why would you have the big explosion there? I, I'm still never over that, but it was funny. It was funny to see. I was so scared. I was so scared. It was the first AEW pay-per-view I got my dad to watch, and I was all freaking out. I was like, oh my god, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? I'm like, John Moxley, dude, like, get out of here, get him out of here. And then that happened. I was like, wow. All that for, for nothing. Uh, and a good way to end this um, from the chat, I want to see Tony Khan in a match where if he wins, he gets a bag of coke. And if he loses, he needs to have an intervention by the women and people of color wrestlers. <laughs> Well done. Coke on a pool match. Or Coke in a shark cage. Coke Tony's in a shark short. cage on a forklift. It Make it all make sense. Uh, Alright, well, that has been the Sheely Showcase this week. Uh, I think that's a good place to end. I think it's a great place to end. Uh, what a great show. Thank you all for so much for coming uh, in the live chat and everything like that. Um, I will say there is not going to be an after show because I really have to pee. And Savannah's going to go to the gym. And I have. I'm by. I'm definitely feeling kind of tired, but I, I got a lot. I got a lot of things to do. Um, but Savannah, tell the people where they can find you, what you're working on, what's coming up. You know yes. the usual things. You, yes, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at y2garcia underscore. There's no underscore. It's not me. I'm gonna try and heavily request and specify or encourage exaggerate whatever you want, whatever adjective you want to use to follow me on Instagram because let me tell you, I'm been stuck in the 1800s of followers for a while i'm trying to reach 2k and i wanted to reach 2k for my birthday and that didn't happen i know the instagram algorithm is being so fucking stupid because they're trying to be tiktok now which please no don't let that happen but you know if you follow me on instagram i truly appreciate it and i i said this before i follow back and i know if you're probably like if you don't follow anyone else i don't know it's it might seem it will kind of give me vibes that i shouldn't follow back but if you tell me that you came from the sheezy showcase i will definitely follow you back so yeah i want to get to 2k followers guys please i'm at 18 i'm at um 1853 but i keep fluctuating between the 1840s and the 1850s so please guys please help me i really want to reach 2k um, I did a giveaway when I did reach 1k followers, so I would want to do the same when I reach 2k, so please give me a follow, encourage it. Um, what I have going on, um, other than at some point in the near future, I will be doing, um, Katie's shows. That's all I'll be on this until some, unless someone asks me to do something by next week. Um, but, um, I also want to, I'm planning on recording, I think sometime next week, um, a pod or New Japan Takeover. I plan to. It doesn't mean I'm going to, but I want to plan a uh, New Japan Takeover episode with Daniel to do the What If episode. He even made me a cool ass thumbnail, so it okay. is gonna happen soon. I just I'm shooting for next week, 
And he texted me right now saying he has another idea, so I don't know what that idea is yet, but I will let you guys know next week if I decide to give the idea to the green light. So yeah, that's what I have going on. Very excited. Um, Yes, Savannah will be on Inside the Mind Up very, very soon. Um, We'll talk to figure out a day, Um, because I want to do it in the next few weeks. (laughs) Um, As we're in the crowd, I don't know yet, Uh, because I don't know what I'm doing with that show yet, but... Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasson13 and link dream about it to get all things Sheila Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheila Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, unless something happens, youtube.com slash Sheila Showcase. I highly recommend watching the videos because they're way more entertaining. You get to see all the Italian and the hand movements and the facial features and Savannah stroking Kenny figure. All the Kenny's. The figures. Ay, Dios mio. Uh, if you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave a review. Tell us if you like it or not. Um, I'm very proud of myself. I only score like three times and only dropped one F. Um, look at me sticking to my goal. I'm so proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> Inside the Mind of is an interview, interview series I do. Uh, this is supposed to be TV PG. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, we're, we're TV 14 actually now? Crazy. Uh, well, when I talk about Hangman and uh, my all my other favorites, it might be a little not safe for work. Oh, or XXX. It's definitely NSFW when Savannah's talking about her photos. Um, Especially Hangman. You're insane. Uh, but obviously, inside the mind of the interview series I do, I talk about it all the time. Uh, I have an episode coming out this Monday with Tim King from the Wrestling Index. And then I have the next, by the time this comes out, no, actually... I have one one filmed. I'm filming one tomorrow night. So I have, like, the next three done. Or we'll have the next three done. And I'm very excited. I'm finally getting those out again. We will have Savannah's on soon. We'll have Savannah soon. on soon to have it out, probably in September. Uh, in the Crowd is kind of to be determined right now. I don't know what I'm doing with the show. I really don't know. <laughs> I just have to think about it and sit down. I did have an idea for some other short form content for YouTube um, that I literally thought of last night at like 11.30 midnight Um, so that could be happening very soon a big shout out to Heel Tactics Justin or Jalen whatever you would like to call him for making all the music for the shows She Lead, Inside the Mind of in the Crowd New Japan Takeover Um, if you would like to check out anything that he's done recently with his music. I did an Inside the Mind Up with him. It's on the channel if you want to go check that out. Um, We also have those Pro Wrestling Pro Choice shirts. I feel like I haven't talked about that in a while. Um, SheelyShowcase.com or the link tree in my bio like I said. Go buy it because you know we're still out here trying to fight for the rights that we are losing. Be like Kansas. They just voted. Even conservatives voted to keep abortion rights alive. They kept women's rights alive. Be like Kansas. Go get the shirt, please. Be like Kansas. Please. Go get the shirt. You can get one from us. All the proceeds are going to Planned Parenthood. You can get another color shirt, possibly from Matt. Um, if you want to go over there, all the proceeds for him are going to Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. Look at me remembering now, finally. Um, but good causes all around. Young Kings has the Black Lives Matter tank tops, shirts, 
They have some that are going for breast cancer awareness. And it is not the organization of Black Lives Matter. It is families or people, injustices against black people. It, just go support good causes. Do your part. That's all I ask. I'm going to start doing this in the beginning of the show. <laughs> I need to, but I just... I, I don't know, man. I think it's better at the end only because we do so much with news and rumors alone. That's... Like... Y- you know, that's true. That's true. Um, thank oh, you guys yeah. so much for watching and listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, and until next time, bye bye